You're listening to Arrowhead Radio. He doesn't love us because we're good. He loves us because he's good. You can't steer a boat that's not moving. We need, we as Christians, we need to start opening our mouths. And it says that he who believes on the Son has life, and he that does not believe um, does not have life, and the wrath of God abides on him. Uh, to me, one of the greatest things God did to me was give me peace, give me a hope, give me a promise. And I thought, I have eternal life. I'm, I'm bound for heaven and it's, it's forever. I'm Mark Dana. And I'm Venus Cote. And this is Hope to the Nations. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Venus. How are you today? I am pretty good today. Thank you. Good. My name is Venus Cote. Mark Dana. I'm Chantelle Greenwood. We're very glad to have you here. And we were interested to know, like, your story. Thanks. It's good to be here. I've known Chantelle for quite some time now and just love her. And uh, I don't know your story, Chantelle. Can you share your story with us? Sure, my, my story of how I came to Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I can share that. Um, so I'll start off when I was, well, I got saved when I was 12, but I'll start with when I was six years old. Um, I grew up going to church, going to Sunday school. Um, so then when I was six years old, I remember running to my mom and saying, I just got saved. And I was so excited telling her I got saved. Um, and I remember previous before that asking my dad how to be saved and my dad had talked to me Um, but I can't remember a lot of what else happened so then when I was 12 years old um, I was really fearful that I that I wasn't right with God Um, I was scared because I couldn't remember what I prayed when I was six years old like, did I did I say the right words? Did I ask Jesus into my heart? You know, I didn't know what I'd said. So this went on for for a few weeks, and I was scared all the time, scared that I wasn't ready. Um, and so then finally, I got up the courage to talk to my dad about it, and I told him I was like, I don't remember what I said when I was six. I don't remember, like I don't feel saved. Um, um, so my dad pointed me to scripture. Um, he took me to, there's two verses that are the same, but I think it was John 3:36, And it says that he who believes on the Son has life, and he that does not believe um, does not have life, and the wrath of God abides on him. So reading the scripture that night with my dad, I knew that I really did believe what Jesus had done on the cross. That's, that's really important yeah. to have the, the mm-hmm. scriptures that tell yeah. us where we stand and not... Our feelings, because I went through that a lot when I was first uh, put my my trust in the Lord, or actually prayed the prayer, like you said. Right. And so that was very helpful. Yeah, that's what I'd said too. I didn't, I didn't feel saved. You know, it was going on my feelings. So that that day, that night, reading that verse, um, I knew I believed that Jesus had died, taking my wrath, the wrath and punishment that I deserved. Jesus took it all. And so then I realized I was relying on myself, words I'd said in a prayer, 
you know, to be saved, but it's all a work of Christ. So you as a young girl, you probably weren't that old. No, that 12. What did you feel that your, like your sins were? What, how did you get that concept of sin? What was that? Yeah, so sin, well, would have been, like I was homeschooled, pretty sheltered kid, you know, but I was still just as sinful as anyone else, you know, selfish, um, you know, disobeying parents, you know, those those sorts of things and yeah. Kid things. Yeah, kid things. <laughs> so I knew that Jesus had took the punishment for all that. Um, so that night, the fear was completely gone after talking to my dad. So I believe that's the moment that God changed my heart and truly saved me when I was 12 years old. Um, well, that is, that's really super. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. So I actually um, didn't realize that till later on. Um, I sort of always thought that I was saved when I was six until a lot later. And I learned more about um, like what conversion was. And I sort of realized yeah. that's, that's what happened when I was 12, like, and not when I was six years old. Because it's more of a, a journey, right, than just a one-time thing. Yes, exactly. Yep. And I, yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, coming to the full understanding of who Christ was and what he came for and, and you understanding that I needed a Savior, I needed him. And yes. at that age, you fully understood what you needed to do. Yes, yeah. And I see uh, more fruit in my life after that, because I don't remember much after, between 6 and 12, just a typical kid, you know, just cared about kid things and <laughs> friends. and. Yeah. But after I was 12, I can remember. So you hear a lot of people talking about how they, had, as a child, you know, prayed the prayer, and mm -hmm. they, they really felt that God had answered them and that they were saved. Mm -hmm. But then when they got to be, like, at teen years, they kind of went away. Yeah. And some pretty majorly, right. majorly, if that's not a word, but anyway, in a big way. Yes. Was that the case with you or? No, no. Um, after I was 12, I, I really, I can remember like having a desire to read God's word on my own, to learn more, to know him more and to share with, with friends and then going to um, high school and university. I remember I had a desire to tell others and I wanted them to know about Jesus. Um and not not saying I was perfect. I mean, I still rebelled yeah. against my parents, you know, sometimes in my teen years and stuff. But I, there was always conviction there. Like the Holy Spirit was with me and would tell me when I was, you know, in the wrong. But Did you have a group of people that helped you along? Like, did, you didn't just walk this all by yourself, right? No. Um, yeah, my I went to a Christian school. I always seemed to have good Christian friends around me. Going to university, I met a few Christian girls that I was... So that was in Nova Scotia? Um, I went to college there, but I also went to uh, UNB in Fredericton um, for a few years. So. And what were you studying? I studied um, science at UNB, and then I studied veterinary technology in Truro, Nova Scotia. Oh, that, okay. So. so that's what you're doing now, or um, you're I trained that way? I was for a few years until I got married to my husband, Rob Greenwood. And then I stopped working after that, and because we had some children, I have twin girls, so oh, I stay wow. home now. Yeah, twin girls. <laughs> yeah, and a baby boy on the way. That's yeah. that's wonderful. Hmm. It's even great, Venus. Yes, I met her a few years ago, and her desire was to have 
12 children. Has that changed? <laughs> we'll see what the Lord gives us. <laughs> I love having children. It's more in the minivan, that's for sure. Right? <laughs> I always uh, knew that you'd be a wonderful mom because when you came to camp, you just adored the kids and just being with them and many uh, days where you were tired, but you kept going because of love for the kids. Yes, I always loved working with children. I'm glad God's given me the desire of my heart to have my own. So yeah, it's a blessing. So you worked here at Arrowhead? I did. I worked here, um, I think it was about four summers in a row I came for at least a week. Uh, a couple summers, it was more than one week. But I do, I love love this camp and the people here. So how did you get interested in working at a Native Bible Center or a, a First Nations um, I think ministry? when I met Venus, actually, in, in Fredericton, and I lived there. Um, and then I heard that she did a Bible club there on the reserve in Fredericton. So I started helping out with that, getting oh, involved okay. with the Native kids there. Okay, so you know the the people there at the St. Mary's then. Yeah, I knew well. you, yeah. That was a long time ago, and okay. a lot of those kids are grown up now that I used to know. But that's how I heard about the camp in the first place. And, okay. Because yeah. so we had Joy Nash here yesterday. Okay, yes. And it was, it was a great, great privilege to have her here. Tell us about your heritage, your family background, your mother and your dad. and. Um, my mom's from a reserve in Manitoba, um, and... Uh, she got saved when she was 16, and she met my dad, and my dad was testimony as he was saved when he was 13. Um, so, yeah, I grew up Christian home, and I was homeschooled. Wow, that's super. Yeah, dad was in the military, so we did a lot of moving around, but he settled in New Brunswick, so we've been living there the longest. So you'd be from a Cree background, or? Uh, no, it's Soto. Soto. In Manitoba, yeah. Hmm. Okay, I've almost, heard that one before. <laughs> almost neighboring reserves. Really? I come from Saskatchewan, and it borders the Manitoba-Saskatchewan border, and, and her mother just comes from right across the border, so oh, wow. actually not too far from one another. Oh, that's that's interesting. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> that's great. Uh, it's called Valley River, but in the uh, native word for it is Tutanousibing. Tutanousibing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the reserve in, in our native language. Great. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That kind of puts things in focus for me a little bit more there. <laughs> yes. So was there anything like that you would like to share with people about your, how God works in people's lives or how he worked in yeah. your life? But, um, I just want to say the big thing for me was, was realizing, um, like I said, what conversion really is. Um, cause a lot of people, as you've said, think if they pray a prayer, you know, they're saved and that's it. Mm-hmm. But really, um, God brings us to that point by his grace and mercy, um, to awaken us to what Jesus has done. So it's mm-hmm. all the work of God in our hearts. It's not us deciding to say a few words. Um, but it's a work of God in us. We've been talking about yeah. that and how we're growing in that understanding too about how it's mm. God's grace, like his love for us yes. more than our love for him other than we respond to that, right? Yeah. 
You mentioned grace and mercy. Define those words. Well, grace, well, it's basically getting uh, what we what we don't deserve. <laughs> we, we were able to be covered in Jesus' righteousness and be forgiven and nothing by what we've done. But it's all because of what Jesus did on the cross. I think a lot of people get that wrong. I did at the beginning. I, I thought it had something to, quite a bit to do with me, right? Right. Well, it does, but the main emphasis that I found is that it's act, like you said, mm-hmm. it's God that actually is revealing himself to us and drawing us to, yes, to him. It brings us to a point of repentance and realizing our sin. Yeah, and that we need a Savior. Yeah. Repentance, what's what's that? Would you want to unpack that one for us? Sure, repentance would be, you know, turn, turning away from our sin, all the wrong things we've done. Um, turning away from those and turning to Jesus and living for Him. Yeah. Yeah, because so that's had kind of a word that a lot of people find really heavy. But I understand what you're saying. It is so simple, really. Just mm-hmm. turning away and turning to, right? Yes. Yeah, and having faith that he saved us. I guess because there's a lot of people out there have very uh, little understanding of of church, and and people think to go to church you become perfect, or to go to church uh, you have to dress a certain way. But uh, what does it mean to you to go to church? Why do you go to church? Yeah, church to me is it's important to go to be around other believers because that's what helps us grow spiritually and learn more and it's important to go to hear the word of god taught to understand more about who god is um but yeah it's it's just to learn to learn more in fellowship i remember i like there was this group of people my age i i was like probably i think i was 19 and there was a group of young people get together to study the Bible. And that was, for me, the most rich thing. You know, I could go to church, but that group of people of my age was really, really helpful to me. And uh, I guess you probably had some of that when you are in college. Like, I did, yes. Yeah. yeah, there was a college and career group at the church I went to while I was in Fredericton, and then also in Truro, there was a great group of Christian believers my age that we would get together once a week. Were there a lot of First Nations students there at... Uh, in uh, Fredericton? No, I didn't know any other ones, actually, while I was there. Okay, no. well, yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, you, you love animals, obviously. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, that was a great, great career. I loved it while I was in it. Yeah, but I love being home with my children a lot more. <laughs> yeah, children are, are a blessing for sure. I've got grandchildren, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your marriage and uh, your husband and uh, being a wife and being a mom and uh, being a helpmate. And most people think they're going to find their knight in shining armor and they're going to have this wonderful life. And sometimes it, it they think it's just supposed to happen. And from what I understand, there's a lot of work to it. Um seeing eye to eye or uh, is it is your marriage perfect <laughs> <laughs> i don't think any marriage is perfect but i i am blessed to have such a godly husband um in rob um yeah i'd say we have a 
a really good marriage, um, but it's all because of Christ, and we take time every day to, you know, pray together, pray over our children. It takes a lot, a lot of prayer, keeping God first yeah. in the marriage, for sure. Um, yeah. Have you seen some answers to prayer? Yes, I have. <laughs> Would you share uh, maybe one? <laughs> sure. Well, one. Um, I've learned a lot through marriage and and having children to pray about everything, every little thing, like take everything to God, because he'll he he cares about every part of our life. Um, mm. So even in the fact of having children, we prayed to have children. God, I take that as an answered prayer. God gave us children. I prayed for twins, and God did bless really? us. Really? Oh, okay. yes. specific. I'm so excited. Yeah. Mm. So ev- everything, you know, the Lord answers. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Is that? You know, people think sometimes when things go bad, where is God and he's not there. But um, I I have seen that if I ask God to come into a bad situation, he actually is very much willing to come into that situation. And when he's there, it changes my perspective on things, even though maybe the problem doesn't go away. But Mm -hmm. um, Um, I will share. Um, we did lose a baby in between the twins and the one I'm carrying now. Um, but I'd say even through, you know, situations like that, God is sovereign and we don't question why, why that happened. We just accept it, that that was the Lord's, the Lord's will at that time. It wasn't so, easy though, right? It wasn't easy. No, but you know, we still trust God through everything that happens and we're thankful now for a healthy baby boy on the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That'll be a different dynamic in the family too, right? Yes. <laughs> well, you've had the uh, it, I could say the perfect example of a mom and dad and and their marriage, and you had uh, uh, you you knew their marriage, and so you had the perfect example. My my mom is a really big godly example to me um, as a wife for sure yeah she's very very meek and godly i look up to her a lot wow so you still have a good relationship with yes for sure (laughs) i went to a ladies conference on saturday and i ran into your mom and uh transformation was the name of the conference and she comes up to me she said look venus i made this last night she made a shirt with a lot of little butterflies on it and (laughs) and she said yeah i just made it last night and it goes with our conference (laughs) and she just she was beaming and i thought no that's a lady that can put her talents to use and come up with a <laughs> with a shirt overnight for the conference and yes. and are you like that are you handy are you crafty are you um a, a little bit uh, not as much as she is but <laughs> i have learned some sewing from her and yeah for sure venus you're kind of crafty too right <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I don't make anything with my hands. I was never taught to do anything. Uh, I sew with a needle to patch things, but I'm, I'm not creative in that sense and uh, not like some people. You're more with people, right? Yeah. Creative friendships. I'm a, I'm a people person. I love people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So your husband's 
in the ministry. He is, yeah. He's involved. Um, we go to Miramichi Valley Church in Dovetown, well, just outside of Dovetown. Um, so, yes, he's involved full-time there. And uh, he does some preaching, street evangelism, uh, does the youth group, does a lot of things. Um, and we do things together. We did the youth group together for a while. And oh, wow. Yeah, it's been going really good. Um, and our desire is to, you know, to raise up godly children. So, isn't it that's, adds another level of stress being in busy like that and uh, involved with people? No, no, it's it's great. It's a blessing. I mean, I've had to learn a lot of how to, um, like, like divide my time. Not divide my time, but be home with the children and also do things at set home. your boundaries, kind of thing. Yeah, we'll do things at home, too. Like, we, we have a lot of people over. Um, we try to be very hospitable, which took a lot of growth for, for me to, <laughs> wow. to learn to do that, to be hospitable and have little children at home and have people in. So I'm growing a lot and learning through being in the ministry with my husband. I love it. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's always, uh, for us, too, when our kids were growing up, it was, it was you want to take care of your kids, right? You want to protect your kids too. And sometimes when you're in the ministry, you don't always, you're not always in full control of the situation. Yes. And, uh, you want to protect your kids. And at the same time, you want your kids to be, uh, associating with all, all the people mm -hmm. that you associate mm -hmm. with too, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's really interesting to find that you're involved because not all people get involved with their husband's ministry. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Congratulations but I think, for that. <laughs> but I think it even started even before that. She was already a part of ministry even before she got married. But I think that it was not, I think, I know that that, that was always her desire to be married, but to also have a ministry because I couldn't see Chantel uh, not having some form of ministry because that was her heart's desire at that mm -hmm. time and just willing to help me with Bible Club and yeah. coming to camp and just God gave her a willing heart to do whatever she was willing to do and that was a blessing in itself. <laughs> yes, I've, I've learned a lot um, and I, I was a very, well sometimes still am a very shy person and keep to myself but it takes a lot of prayer and I know that I can't just stay in my little comfort zone. But you need to just do what the Lord asks you to do, and, and He'll help you do that. It's depending on Him for everything, yeah. right? I see a lot of her mother in her when when you talk to her mother. Her mother is very uh, quiet-spoken and, and loves to laugh and loves to smile. Very good Scrabble player. <laughs> and I see a lot of Chantel in her mother. And, and You're a good uh, Scrabble player, too? Not as good as her. <laughs> uh, you've you've had some pretty good competition there, right, Venus. <laughs> Mrs. Wellwood, uh, she uh, the the day before she passed away, she was playing. Uh, she was playing Scrabble and she beat everybody. Yeah, and I was uh, blessed to be a part of that game, and uh, that's another lady that had a. A large impact on my life and her husband was Art and Dorothy Wellwood and and they were uh, uh, the pioneers of the work in the Maritimes and mm -hmm. uh, I was privileged to be able to do some work with Dorothy Wellwood and 
and I used to sit her, sit and watch her reading her Bible. In the end, Dorothy was deaf, but she could speak. And I would watch her read and write and pray, and mm -hmm. and I just had so much respect for her. And she used to always tell me, "Don't put me on a pedestal, Venus. I'm just human. I'm just God's servant." And that was uh, that was humility. And I mm -hmm. see that and knew that that's a wonderful trait to have. And it is. meaning a lot of respect in it and uh and god is using you and is going to continue to use you and your husband in ministry and with the ministry of your children so i have a theological question here okay is there you think there'll be scrabble in heaven <laughs> <laughs> well there's gonna know. be there's gonna <laughs> there's gonna be food there right trees of uh fruit yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm sure there are going to be some animals, right? Yeah. Right, right. I don't know much about heaven except that, you know, we'll be with the one who made us, the one who created us and loves us. And that's, that's really all I know. I don't know. Yeah, well, what it'll be I mean, that's what we have to know, right? Yeah. And that's the most important thing to me is that he'll be there, right? He's the one, he's the one that made me and he made everything, right? So. Yeah. He's our father, and we're brothers and sisters in Christ. And even though we're just here together, how many brothers and sisters do we have in this whole wide world from all walks of life, nationalities? And and it's going to be amazing because we're going to be one when you get there, one big happy family. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of people suffering right now, right? Like we had heard about even Christians being killed in different countries and things and we're just like shocked but at the same time it's in the bible that people will be persecuted yes. so we're thankful that it's not a widespread but then at the same time then it seems the church goes moves ahead right in our in our difficulties and yes so you're teaching your kids about your relationship with God. How, how do you go about doing that? <laughs> well, they're so young right now. My girls are a year and a half. Yeah. So okay. right right now, it's they just they, we pray with them every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they'll just hold our hand. You know, they don't quite understand anything yet, but we make sure to pray with them and tell them God's the one who made, you know, made the trees. God made the moon. God just, yeah. you know, telling them every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, families are certainly a blessing, kind of uh, really close to God's heart, really. And uh, there's the family, our families and our extended families, but then there's the family of God, too. And and that's, like you said, every kind of nation and uh, country and you're very in all-inclusive. Because mm -hmm. uh, people talk a lot about being inclusive. Well, yeah, it's uh, whoever wants to come to Christ can come to Christ right yes. no no barriers no. <laughs> share with us something that God has been teaching you in a personal way um, well God's been teaching me as to be you know a wife a godly wife and mom which is not always easy I'm not perfect um, but yeah, just teaching me to <laughs> to be sorry. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I I um I heard Take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I heard in in your wedding vows to honor and to obey. What oh, you were at her wedding? Yes. Oh, cool. I was privileged. I was blessed. <laughs> yes. Uh, to honor and to obey your husband. What does that mean? Do you have to... Uh, see, I'm not married. And That uh, is a tough question, Arvina. <laughs> careful. I know that there's respect. And because you love your husband and uh, you're willing to... Um, some people, Some people would say... Well, I don't have to obey. I don't have to do this. But because of what Scripture says and what mm -hmm. the vows meant, what does that mean to you? Um, that means, you know, never never putting him down and never bad-talking him in front of people. You always want to lift your hus my husband up in front of people. Um, and even in our marriage, you know, at home, um, I've learned if we have a disagreement on something. Um, you mean you have disagreements? <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while. <laughs> but I take that verse seriously. It says, never let the sun go down upon your wrath. Mm. So I never let something you try to work go things by. Out. Yeah. And even if, you know, I kind of feel like I want him to say sorry, that's my pride. So I always need to, you know, pray about it and then bring my humble myself no matter what the issue was. Um, to him, that always seems to bring unity again. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I often wondered because I thought, well, sometimes I can, inside I'll say, oh, I don't really want to do that, but do I have to do that? Yeah, you well, do, Venus. <laughs> well, I think I think though that uh, if the Lord ever blessed me with the mate, I'm I'm sure. He'll humble me in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're single, Venus. <laughs> not true, Mark. Not true. No, that's it's not a, true. That, that, that's a calling. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any siblings? I do. I have an older sister and a younger brother. And uh, both of them know the Lord, and both of them have. Families. My, my brother lives out west, and my sister lives about an hour and a half from us now, so I see her often. Do, do they have any children? They do. My sister has four children, oh, and my wow. brother has two children. So, yeah. so it's a big family. Do you ever get together as a family, like the whole um, group? Well, you haven't in quite a while since my brother moved out west. Oh, and, uh, okay. He is coming for a visit next month, though. So we're excited. That's great. Yeah. The cousins will see each other. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Pretty soon your mom will have nine grandchildren. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's a blessing. Yeah. So do you see God at work in your larger family, like your extended family? Like probably not all your family are Christians, right? Or followers of Christ? N no, um... A lot of my dads wasn't, and I never knew them that well, and I don't see them much anymore. They're they're out uh, out west. Um, my mom's brother um, actually got saved around the same time she did, and mm -hmm. he became the pastor at the reserve. Oh, after yeah, so he's the pastor there now at the reserve in Manitoba. My mom's brother, so yeah, there is some believers. Yeah, in my mom's extended family. 
that's, that's cool. Yeah, God's been working it out, so I'm getting to know some of the cousins that I never knew, you know. Um, oh, neat. In this at my age here, I won't mention what my age is, Venus, but um, yeah, so it's God works throughout your whole entire life, right? Brings things together. That's yes. from my perspective and definitely from what I read in the scriptures too, right? Yes. Are you asking me to tell your age, Mark? Um, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, I am your elder, you know, so. <laughs> uh, well, Chantel, um, what would you say to those that are listening out there? If you had a word of encouragement, what would you share? Well, I'd say for... For believers listening, um, you know, take everything to the Lord in prayer mm -hmm. um, and get to know him more. Read his word every day. Um, and for those that are listening that maybe don't know if they're right with God or or maybe they're not right with God, you know, I'd say, you know, that they need Jesus, um, that he gives purpose to this whole life. Like, he is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. um, I encourage them to seek seek God out. So you'd say it's a personal relationship? Yes. With him? Definitely a personal relationship. Yeah. Yeah, he is a faithful friend, right? Mm-hmm. I found him to be faithful. Sticks closer than a brother. Exactly. Chantal, if you... We certainly enjoyed... Well... We we're very happy to have you share what you shared. It's good getting to know you a little bit. And uh, thank you for joining us. Then it's always nice to see you. Thanks for having me. This has been a broadcast of Arrowhead Radio, a ministry of Arrowhead Native Bible Center. You can follow us on Twitter at ANBC underscore NCEM. Look for a new episode next week wherever you find your favorite podcast.